0: What's up, EKN Nation? Rob Howden here for a new edition of our EKN Face-to-Face. It's December the 21st, almost into 2023, episode 62 of our essentially one-on-one or two-on-one interview series that we do here on YouTube and on Facebook as well. Uh, David Cole beside me here. I always have to remember which way to point. Uh, David, joy to here. Obviously, <laughs> prepping for the snowstorm that's coming through from the West. David, you got the new EKN 2 Con. You look good, but.
1: Yeah, we got to represent, you know, we got uh, still buy one, get one 40% off That's through true, our style, yeah. aesthetic, uh, website again, work with them, including toques, beanies, uh, jackets. We got the zip up jacket with the Ecan logo on it. We got That's... all the new shirt designs that we just debuted at Las Vegas. So I figured, you know, I got to rep the brand a That's a solid bit.
0: sales pitch right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And again, yeah, we are going to get snow. They just, they're starting to cancel things for tomorrow. Uh, they're expecting it to hit hard tomorrow. So we'll see if they're w- right or wrong. Uh, you never know with Michigan uh, with forecasts. You know, it's 50-50 either way.
0: Well, a couple of years ago, that might have been a bad thing for you, David. But uh, your Christmas present last year hooked you up. <laughs> snow yeah,
1: blower, the snowblower has already been in work since <laughs> I got back from uh, the Super Nationals. Uh, last week was uh, a pretty good amount of snow. I would say probably about 16 inches that we got. So uh, so worked on the uh, the driver's uh sidewalk, the their neighbor's sidewalk. I just kept going because that thing just runs forever. It's, like, it's like, like a Briggs 206.
0: I looked like a good boss by a snowmower, but the reason I did it because I didn't want to hear him bitching and complaining about his back was sore every time he had to come in after going out and shoveling snow three or four times a day.
1: I will say my back is feels really good right now. Well, you're
0: getting now. older, Dave. You are getting older.
1: My feet, are on the other hand, are a different <laughs> story.
0: <laughs> Speaking of getting a bit older, um, Uh-oh. The, oh no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> the Margag Night Program. This is what we're talking about here there right now. Go. Okay. Um, you know, we talk a lot of, on these shows, about in podcasts, whatever we do, and, and even in the articles as well, about how the the you know introduction of the Briggs 206 program really kind of rebuilt and solidified the foundation of the sport. You know, that bottom of that pyramid we always talk about uh one of the other the uh, programs that really has done the same thing in different areas of the country is the margay ignite program of course margay won the legendary names in american carding a longtime manufacturer third generation keith Freeber, uh now running the program over almost i think we're probably closing in on at somewhere around fifteen hundred ignite carts that have been built and that are racing around the country. David, you and I both had a, an opportunity to run the carts in, in many different races, whether it be the Rock Island Grand Prix, Battle at the Brickyard, uh, whatever whatever event it, uh, it was. But man, you and I both enjoyed the program. This is this this is a program, a spec program, American-made chassis, Briggs engine, Hoosier tires. This is a program that really has, when it first came out, dropped down that barrier of entry. A lot cheaper to get into. And with just a spec program, it allowed people to realize that they were racing against the same equipment, not having to battle against equipment, but battling against their fellow competitors.
1: Yeah, it's getting people off the couch and getting them racing. That's the goal and the mindset of the Ignite program. And as you said, it focuses mostly around the driver, whether it be, uh, you know, cadet, junior or senior or even masters. Again, the focus, not having to worry about the engine. Everybody has the same engine, not having to worry about the chassis. Everybody is on the same chassis, same tire, same uh, engine mount with Odenthal motor mounts, same bodywork, everything. Yeah. Same seats, I believe, even uh, is the same is the same. So, it, again, it focuses on driver development. And so you can go right off the couch, as we've seen. Now, the Ignite program continues to grow and grow. We've seen drivers get off the couch, get into karting, develop and build their self up into now. Motorsports racers
0: yeah that's a cool thing right so you've got this ignite program a spec program running at different clubs around the country then they have their ignite challenge series which is the regional program we talk about the national level right and the the, 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 uh, the pyramid club regional and then they have really their national level races uh with their ignite major events all the majors right uh, one of the majors is coming up uh in just a week's time not even a week's time right just uh, actually about a week's time 28th a week. Oh, yeah, they'll be
1: on track in a, a week there you from go. now.
0: That is, of course, the dash at Daytona, uh, and that is part of the WK Daytona Kart Week. Let's bring Keith Freeber in right now. He knows way more than we do, obviously. <laughs> Keith, again, uh, one of my first friends in the sport uh, when I came down south here to work with, my, of course, where I was before, the National Cart News. Met yeah. back at the old, uh, what was it called again? Was it Cart Fest? WK Cart Fest.
2: Cart Fest. Fest, yeah, down in, uh, down in Charlotte.
0: At, at the Adams Mark Hotel. At the
2: Adams Mark Hotel and guaranteed to have an ice storm every year.
0: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of storms. Get ready. Yeah, right. <laughs> Exactly that. ready for it. Yeah. So let me set the kind of set it for those of you tuning in here on Face to Face. Thank you for joining us first and foremost, or listening to potentially the podcast we'll put together afterwards. We're going to talk about Daytona. Uh, Keith is going to have a look back at 2022 and how good the program was this year. So maybe some changes or updates for 2023. And then we'll talk, as David mentioned really briefly there, about some of the drivers who have gone from actually the Ignite program into some car racing now. But, you know, I know, Keith, let's talk about it. I said we're about a week away. Uh, you guys are heading back down to Daytona again. Let's talk about what, what Margay presence was going to be like down at Daytona.
2: Well, yeah, Daytona is, is one of our marquee events of the year, obviously. And it's, it's something that I've looked for. I mean, I, I, everybody loves Daytona, right. Perfect. Especially this time of year. Okay. Um, and, and so I really look forward to the event. This will be my 41st year competing at the event wow. in a row, 41 years in a row. Um, so as, as Rob talks about things getting older, um, I thought that was a direct shot. <laughs> that's what know.
0: I thought. No, it was not. It was hundred percent not at that. But, that's amazing. Um, 40 years, 41 years. That's yeah. An absolutely. Yeah. Well, amazing. and it
2: shows in the photo that you use too. I'm going to have to talk to my PR uh, team here because that photo that you used man, it looks like I just rolled out of bed or something after a three-day uh,
1: It looked like flash. you were focused. It, the you know, yeah, like focused. Were focused. Okay, that's
2: yeah. the word we'll use. We'll yeah, that. But um, no, Daytona is, is um, again, a marquee event. It's a destination event. And it's an event that people from every corner of the sport can go and participate in. You know, if you're a dirt racer, They've got a uh, you know the dirt oval at the Daytona flat track running. If you're a sprint racer, WKA's got the sprint race going uh, inside turns three and four there on the sprint track. And if you're a road racer, you get to go. It's the big show, man. You yeah. get to go run on the big track. And, you know, as I told my friends when I was 13 or 14 years old, like, hey, you know, do you see those cars on TV? Yeah, I'm racing there, you know. And, and there's still, I think, that appeals uh, uh, to a bunch of people, you know, to a wide range of people. And, and so it's cart week. And, and it is truly uh, an opportunity for all carters to go and participate at an amazing facility. Um, you know, since they spent a billion dollars on the facility a couple of years ago, it's really, it's, it's just a first class facility. So I enjoy the heck out of it. I enjoy taking customers there for the first time. That's super cool. You know, we had some juniors uh, running the Ignite class on the big track a couple of years ago. Not a big group. There were like four or five of them, right? But they went out there and they just ran nose to tail the whole time, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, the whole race on the big track, you know? That's and. Amazing. Yeah. And they were so wound up after that race. I mean, it was like the highlights of their lives. Well, can, so you, cool can, you
0: imag- can you imagine them watching the Rolex 24? Yeah. You know, yeah, less yeah. than a month later going, yeah, that's the way I took that corner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: That's amazing. exactly right. And so, so cool. you know, it, it's something that I think karting as a whole should, should embrace as much as possible because... It's not often that we get to run tracks like Daytona. I mean, this should be the biggest event of the year in karting, really. Uh, and and actually, it is the biggest event in terms of raw entries. I mean, right. we're going to have, I'm guessing, 350 at the sprint track, uh, 600 entries on the road road course event, and I they're talking about pushing almost 2,000 entries over on the dirt oval. Wow. So I knew, yeah,
1: for sure, they I think they already have a thousand pre entries already. So that's which good. is is awesome. And yeah. so
2: you're talking about 3,000 entries at this event and uh, you know everybody in the sports there we we used to get a ton of participation from the West Coast. you don't see that quite as much anymore and I'd like to see that again but you know I, I have to credit uh, Mike Tetro and WKA and Kevin Williams. it's not an easy event to organize uh, by any stretch. And, and they do a really good job at putting it together and putting all the right pieces in the right places. And uh, so thanks to them for for making this happen so that we can go race there and sort of celebrate karting at this unique venue.
0: Yeah. And you're right. I like just you said, you know, you've you been there for, for 41 years. What, what, what was the first year? Come on, Keith, you, would you have that? Like, what <laughs> uh, I don't, What was the first year for Daytona?
2: The first year was, I believe, like 74 or 75, wow. if I'm not
1: mistaken the first ever yes correct yeah 74 74. okay
2: um we'll go with that um (laughs) my first year i believe as a as a spectator was was as like an eight-year-old going down there with my dad um and and a bunch of road race there was no sprint carts at that time i mean it was a it was a pure road race event you know and um and and some things never change right like you know, we were thrashing the carts together like Christmas afternoon at that point. You know, I mean, my dad had people in the shop finishing things up, throw it in the truck, drive down there and, and all last minute. But we've gotten a little better about it. And, and as a matter of fact, as we're talking here, the boys just walked in the door from uh, taking the trucks down there. So the trucks are already there. The tent's set up. The trucks are set up. Everybody gets home, gets to spend Christmas at home. And then we turn. Oh, wow. That's a great down. idea. Thanks. So. OK. Yeah. So stuff. so
0: for people that don't know, the interest one of the interesting things about it is the Ignite program is going to be on both the Sprint track and yeah. the road course. you guys have a couple of programs together that you can you, know, you run one day at one, one day at the other. Give us a little scoop. is it it's it's senior masters and junior, but wh- which days do they run and, and what what venues?
2: <laughs> it's very right? confusing even for me. <laughs> so at the Sprint track, we have Ignite Senior and ignite Masters. Uh, And those run on both race days there. And it's just this typical format on the the sprint track. Same thing over at the uh, road course, uh, except we do have Ignite Juniors there too, uh, along with Ignite Senior and Ignite Masters. And the way the schedule works out this year, it's it's sort of difficult to do both. I mean, the way you would have to do it is run sprint track on day one and the road course on day two or vice versa. Uh, You could do that. I'm not sure. We do have a couple of people that, or I was going to say crazy enough, but I'll, I'll just say enthusiastic enough.
0: adventurous enough, yes. Yeah, try that.
2: Yeah, I so I, we've got a couple of guys that are going to try to run both on the same day. We'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, what a great opportunity to, to run a proper sprint race and then the next day run a proper road race with the same cart, the same cart. against people that are all on the same equipment. And, and the focus is squarely on the driver. So it's good stuff.
0: Now, the cool thing is, oh, go, David, you go.
1: Well, I was just going to say, speaking of drivers, there's some pretty notable yeah. drivers that are going to be on the sprint track side of things. Uh, well, let's start off with a former winner who is the all-time major ignite major winner, Evan Stommer, coming back to uh, to race there. I mean, he loves that place. I've seen him race there multiple times, and he's got a couple of lots of couple of wins there. But also the the Taylor brothers. I think that's that's going to bring a lot of attention to the ignite category uh, track side with everybody watching both Ricky and Jordan on track there
2: yeah i mean you you highlight two really great names three great drivers uh evan ironically enough was down at daytona just two weekends ago and he won a race down there in a porsche gt3 cup car so uh instead of running 75 miles an hour through the trioval, he was running 179 miles an hour through the that tri-oval? What it was 179 in the in the gt3 cup car pretty wow. cool style that's fast it's a little quicker than i'd like to go in a cart so yeah uh, yeah, because
1: the laydowns maybe what, 110, 115
2: there? Like a Yamaha pipe laydown is going to run 115 to 120, yeah. something like that. Uh, the dual engine laydowns um, that you're familiar with, um, right at 149. The last time we were down there with the folks, is, it's like it was 149, 149, 149. Yep. Could not get that thing over 150, but oh so God. still very quick. So, yeah, Evan was down there um, getting tuned up. He was getting tuned up for the Ignite race in a GT3 cup car. <laughs> And and then That's the Taylor chin-up. brothers. Um, I got to credit Zach Buchanan here for putting that deal together. Zach yeah. uh, pursued that whole program and, and got uh, Ricky and Jordan signed up. And they're going to be. I mean, these guys. You know, maybe their name isn't synonymous with Earnhardt in Daytona, but it's right there. I mean, it's a, it's a oh, what, step yeah. behind barely. Yeah. You know, yeah. these are the guys when it comes to getting the job done at Daytona and IMSA endurance racing. Mm-hmm. And, and they're avid go-carters, too. I think a lot of yes. people have seen their YouTube videos, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which I kind of cringe at when I see that. I'm like, okay, this is how you don't do it, kids. Don't <laughs> do this. But, man, it looks like a lot of fun. And um, so they're both going to be competing, and uh, we're really excited to have them. And, and uh, I mean, I look for them to be very competitive.
0: We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network is indycar your dream if it is for 2023 and beyond the path from karting to indycar has gotten even clearer it's time to look into the new usf juniors program and the brand new tatis jr23 as the first step of the newly rebranded usf pro championships presented by cooper tires the usf junior series will feature a six event 16 race schedule to train racers for the move into the USF 2000 Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The USF Junior's Champion will win a scholarship worth over $248,000 and the total prize fund will exceed $330,000. The series will also debut the new Tatis JR23 race car in 2023, which is a development version of the USF22 used in USF2000. It's the ideal entry point for career-minded carters moving on to the car racing ladder. Safety is always front and center in the mind of the series promoters, and the USF Juniors car features a halo, and the races are supported by members of the AMR IndyCar safety team. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit www.usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formel teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter. But with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift, and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or SuperNational events, or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. Need race fuel or oil? Hyperfuels is an authorized distributor for several of the brands that are specced fluids in American karting, including Elf and Aspen Sport. They also stock and ship methanol. Hyperfuels has a web store that can take your orders 24/7, and they ship UPS. That's right, Hyperfuels can ship fuel and oil right to your door. Whether you need Elf Racing Fuels or Elf ATX 909 oil, Aspen Sport 98 octane fuel for screws competition they have it in stock when you need it now go to hyperfuels.com welcome back to face to face on the EKN radio network Obviously, uh, you'll know, think of the guys that have been there before in years past too. The Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach. Yeah. You know, you've had guys that have been part of the action before. It's one of those things. It's the perfect time of the year for for yeah. an IndyCar guy, an IMSA guy, whatever to say. You know, I'm I want to jump back to the roots and have some fun.
2: We'd really like to build this. It's it's tough to do. It's tough to get everybody geared up at the same time and at the Absolutely. same place. But if if you know WK has told us that if we can get the guys together. They would actually do a pro only Ignite event where we had IndyCar, almost like an IROC type of deal yeah, yeah. where you've got IndyCar drivers, IMSA drivers, all in a pure class with just them. And and so I know Zach continues to work hard on that. It's not going to happen this year, but that is something that we'd love to see in the future. Well,
1: you, you know, Jamie Murray will be down there with his son racing. So that would be a great connection for the NASCAR side of things.
2: Jamie, unfortunately, can't race because his arms in a sling because I twisted it so hard. <laughs> Unsuccessfully, uh, I might add
1: <laughs> until it broke, obviously. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. We were working on
1: Jamie and, and, you know, I, it's, I, I, Well, it's I, tough being a carding dad because that's what that's he it. is now. That, that's
2: it. You know? And, and so I said, Hey man, I really need to know, can you do this or not? And he said, no, I can't do it. And and I got back to him I said, you know, that is the right answer.
1: Uh, yeah. That's
2: exactly the right answer. And, you know, Carter is, is another young aspiring driver, Jamie's son. Uh, that's moving up the ladder and is going to do really, really well. And Jamie's focus rightly is on Carter 100%. So, um, you know, maybe we'll get Jamie after Carter's already moved on. There you, you go. You know, so we'll look there a little bit is. further down the road
0: so we talked daytona which is kind of the end of 2022 but the start of 2023 let's let's rewind a bit and talk about 2022 i mentioned off the start you know we're you know well over a thousand ignites closing in on uh 1500 cards yeah. that have come out of the shop uh that are now running over all these different programs uh how was 2022 for you guys i know there were some obviously some challenges uh but the ignites came, i mean the uh, the majors came off well give us a little snapshot of how 2022 went for the ignite programming
2: it's a crazy year for everybody for you guys, yeah. for, for us, for everybody, it was, um, there was a lot of what I would call pent up demand, you know, last year at Daytona, we had 47 entries in ignite senior. And I think a lot of that was just people, you know, ready to go. They'd been sort of homebound or, yeah. you know, not racing as much or whatever. And so people were ready to get out and go, but the participation was, was really strong. I, I thought across all forms of carding in 2022, I thought, uh, carding had a very, very good year. Um, probably the best year we've had in maybe 15 plus years. Um, and so I think carding had a very good year. We had a lot of challenges here. We had all of the um, challenges that you hear about with supply chain issues, employee issues. I mean, we dealt with all of those things. And the group that we have here now is is really the best group we've ever had. I'm super excited about the group we have here and the way we're tackling things moving forward. Um, I'm, I think 2023, we're going to put a lot of the supply chain issues that we had behind us. Cool. And the key really at this point to grow the Ignite program and to grow our brand even further is just having product available. Yeah. I, I, I say this all the time. I mean, you know, whatever we build, we can sell. We, we don't have a sales problem. We have a capacity <laughs> problem. Yeah. So, um, I, I think some of our dealers were frustrated a bit in 2022 with the you know lead times on on getting complete carts um and and rightfully so they should be Keith
0: i know i'm talking to dan rocha at, at briggs and stratton you know obviously that's one of the things people have talked about they can't get engines right now <laughs> they literally sold out what would be their normal sales of a year engines were gone by july i think when, when yeah. dan and i were talking like just this it's not that they can't they can't they can't supply the demand they're having to work yeah they have to change things to supply the demand because they they had already reached the, the average number of sales they had mid season, and of course, you guys with based on that as your engine package, I'm sure that was an issue
2: as well. It was a bit of an issue, but uh, to be fair, Briggs has has worked really well with us. Um, we've never had too many engines, that's for sure, but we've never been totally totally out. Yeah, um, but Briggs has been really really good. Uh, to work with us and very supportive of, of our, of our program.
0: It makes sense. Um, it's an OEM, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not here uh, flushing them out uh, yeah. to retail customers or anything like that. It, it's everything that we get in goes to Ignite carts. Yeah. And, uh, and I think they understand that. So they've been a mm-hmm. great partner. Um, but I mean, whether it's seats,
1: yeah, bodywork, wheels, whatever.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, tires, you know, tire, man, not necessarily in carting, carting hasn't, really borne the brunt of it, but tires are a real issue at every and, and Rob, you know this. Yeah. At every level of motorsports, tires are a real real problem. That's and, a big
0: issue. The biggest issue, one of the biggest issues right now. Yeah. And,
2: sure. and so you know obviously uh we partner with Hoosier and they've been they've been terrific. Uh we, we've not had to deal with any of those issues that they've dealt with at higher levels. But you know they were in the same boat as Briggs. You know they sold more tires in 2022 by an early date than they'd ever <laughs> sold before, and they're like, Where are all these things going? That's you know, it. I mean, everybody's just kind of like, well, where's all this stuff going? It's crazy. Yeah. So um, it's good, but when you're in an industry that has sort of operated between these two bands, right? These two lines for a long time, yeah. you know, we're up a little, we're down a little, we're up a little, we're down a little. When all of a sudden it goes up and you're you're way past the normal peak. Uh, the industry has a hard time keeping.
0: Well, it. think about it with a chooser brakes. You guys bend in steel. Yeah. You're gonna buy you buy X amount of steel because every year we sell this many carts. When if yeah. you have to sell this many carts, you don't have the stock of steel, yeah. and you have to then you're search, searching for material.
2: Yeah, and steel is a whole nother thing, by the way.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah.
0: I saw you. Sh- I saw you shudder a bit when I said <laughs> steel there. Oh, <laughs> like,
2: oh. um, but it's all of those things are issues. Uh, and and we're no different than anybody else. We had to deal with all of those things last year. And, and I'm proud to say that we're still here. And I think we're better positioned now than we've ever been, uh, going into a new year. So very optimistic for 2023. And, and again, I think we're going to sell everything we can build. So, um, everybody's going to work over Christmas and no, um,
1: (laughs) which. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. You guys are going to be at the racetrack.
2: We will be working. we Will be working at the racetrack though?
1: We'll yeah.
0: come back. There's some stuff about 2023 manufacturing wise that I want to touch on when we wrap things up here. Uh, let's go to 2023 right now in terms of the program itself. Well, obviously, we know Daytona is getting things underway as really the first unofficial official uh, race of 2023. What what are we looking at? Ignite Challenge wise? Um, are there any new tracks potentially coming on board as as Ignite tracks clubs?
2: There's not at this point because we can't, so we couldn't supply. All right. Yeah.
3: Couldn't not supply not in 22, yeah, yeah.
2: So we're not out there banging down, down the doors uh, of these tracks, um, trying to sign up new tracks because we couldn't supply the existing tracks. So I think you will see us be more aggressive in, in working to sign up some new tracks here in 2023. And there's some other things that I want to do to try to strengthen the program for the club level tracks, you know, the mid state cart clubs, the, uh, TNT cartways, you know, 61 cartways, places like that. Um, you know, that, that could maybe strengthen their program. So, um, but no new tracks being added to the challenge either, but we do have a returning track, uh, and that's 61 cartways, uh, up in Iowa. It's the Nielsen family track, mm-hmm. uh, Tony and Cliff Nielsen and their family. Um, kind of what carting is all about, you know, super family oriented, it's the Field of Dreams track, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and they really put their heart and soul into that place. It's a cool layout. The drivers really enjoy it. So we're going to go back there. Um, they're more aggressively promoting the Ignite program because all these people with Ignite carts kept showing up even though they didn't have a class. We're like, <laughs> maybe there's something to this, you know? And, and so they've added the classes up there now and uh, we'll be back there. Um, not sure when. Uh, July, when we go back
1: 6th, July, 6th, July 15th. Thank you for that, David. We've got the um, schedule here.
2: Yeah, yeah. You have all the official paperwork. It's awesome. I, I was
1: hoping Rob printed it out, but you know, it's the, right. In, the, it's, the right in fr- it's right. It's oh, right in front of, of me
0: here. I just. Right. I was waiting. I was waiting for <laughs> Keith to come up with it. <laughs>
1: Let me. I'm trying to see if that. I'm looking at my schedule. The series begins May 21st at Gateway Kartplex. Gateway Kartplex, obviously the home. home. Yeah,
2: Yeah, the home of Ignite uh, Karting, and, and every time we talk about Gateway, we have to thank Curtis Francois, and we want to thank Curtis Francois for giving us the opportunity to develop this program there. It's been it's been awesome for karting not only in this area but I think karting in general, and and none of it would have happened without curtis and his vision and and curtis wanting to grow motorsports in general here in st louis so hats off to curtis and many thanks to him
1: nice yes and i I still rob you still haven't done laps at that track have you well i'm just gonna say as i look at my
0: schedule here that's qualifying weekend at indy i don't do anything that weekend
1: well, but even when you went there with, with the what USF, he's so lame. Championship. He's, no, you guys shut the track down there. Oh, year. that's right. You guys this shut the year, track
2: down. But prior years, he, Mr. Uh, Hotshot here.
0: He's, <laughs> wait. You he's, kept telling me I was going to drive the twin. I never did get a chance to drive the twin. That's what uh, I wanted to drive. Okay.
2: It. Well, we're going to do year. that this year. We won't yeah.
0: be there this year. I won't be there this year.
2: No for there's, uh yeah
0: there's no there's no usf pro 2000 there we're not going to to worldwide technology raceway this that's year. a bummer we'll miss you a big bummer yeah right. and, but, well, but but like i said
2: come over when you're I, at indy
0: maybe i need to come over for the first uh gateway race three and a half hours away that's i can drive that, that doesn't and no and work.
2: that weekend is really big we have a huge turnout we do sort of a double header where we have a club a local ignite race on day one then we have the ignite challenge race on day two We're lobbying Keith Scharf, the GM there, uh, very hard for uh, his version of what he calls the super track where we actually mm-hmm. go out onto the road course, come back in onto the sprint track and it's a lot longer track and there's some drafting involved. And oh, wow, it's a all right. lot of fun. So well,
0: let me see if I can go on here and book my uh, Airbnb <laughs> at the Freeber household and uh... <laughs> come on
2: over. <laughs> Nicole would love to see you.
0: That sounds like a great, that sounds like a great idea. I love it. All right. So we talked about that. So what else you got going on gateway? We talked about that. That's that first weekend back at mid state, back at TNT and back at Audubon again, which, which is great too, right?
2: Yeah. Audubon has been fantastic. Um, I think the program's worked out really well there. You know, they've invest, I'd like to think, I actually, there's two great stories here. There's Autobahn and TNT. Autobahn is obviously a a first class circuit before you even get to the cart track. Uh, it's a great facility and they had a, they had a carting track five years ago and it wasn't much of a carting track. It was, it was something you could drive carts on. Yeah. And and so we got together with them, introduced Ignite up there, and things took off, and they invested heavily in building a proper karting track there. Nice buildings, nice facility. They're adding some garages, I believe. And and every time we go there, it is first class. There's not a piece of trash anywhere. Everything is spotless. They treat us very well. Uh, and it's really nice. And I'd like to think that Ignite was sort of the genesis of that development and that investment. And then you've got you know, you've got a new track there, and then you've got one of the oldest tracks in the country with TNT yeah. and Terry Trader. And and our relationship with the Trader family literally goes back 60 years. And so uh, Terry's always been, uh, uh, you know, a very close family friend. He's done a lot for us, but he's also done a lot for karting over the years. And the track, though, had been sort of stagnant for many years. Not a lot had gone on with the track, but we introduced Ignite up there again entries picked up Terry got enthused and he went and and this people will tell you this is rare for Terry, but he spent some money. (laughs) And, and, and I I can, I give Terry a hard time about that, but, um, uh, he reinvested in the track, repaved a a large portion of the track. And, and every time we go there as well, they do a, an amazing job of presenting the facility. I mean, you know, to them, it's like the Indy 500 is coming to town. It's that level of preparation on that facility. There's no trash anywhere. The place is super clean. Um, it's it's like a major event. And, and we bring our Ignite Challenge series there, and we have a great time. The competitors, everybody loves going to Quincy. Rob and I could do a whole other show on Quincy. We could. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the bars of Quincy. Um, but so you've got a new track and an old track that I feel like investment has taken place because of ignite yeah, yeah. Or, or at least the of it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. yeah. yeah. Yep. And so, and Terry will tell you flat out that ignite is what led him to sort of bring that track back. So, so that's great. We're going to gonna
0: roll into obviously that into the majors right now, before we do that good segue into talking about Terry, talking about TNT, talking about Quincy, Obviously, horrible. Well, I shouldn't say horrible because I don't want to make it sound that. But disappointing news. I understand Terry obviously deciding to not run the Quincy Grand Prix next year. It's a race I kept wanting to get back to, but my yeah. schedule was never allowing me to do it. Uh, sooner or later, you had to figure out what's going to keep going. But what are your thoughts on on this past year being the last Quincy Grand Prix, at least in this iteration?
2: Well, certainly sad. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many people that have had so many good times at that event and in that town, and to see the effort that Terry put into that event. Um, again, when we roll into the park up there, the way he's not only Terry, but the city parks department, how often do you get the city parks department working to make the karting event top notch, you know, yeah. and Quincy really got behind it. The Parks department was very behind it. It was beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful setting. They repaved the entire park basically. So they could get the cart race back there and we had some great times up there over the last five years um, and and the last several iterations of the race here, but um, you know, Terry worked really hard at it. And, and I think he was hoping for a little bit better participation level and, you know, things have changed a bit. You know, there's there's not as much following uh, for street racing as there used to be. I mean, that was a whole different circuit. 20 years ago, I mean, you could, you could have run a street race in the Midwest almost every weekend. And now there it's a bit of a rarity. And and so there's not that base there. And and people, I think anymore are so into their series. They're focused on their, they got to be the points champion in this series. And if it's not part of that series or something similar, it's not on their radar. Yeah, right. And, and so it was a real challenge to get any two cycle racers there. And there's just not a lot of two-cycle racers left in the Midwest, to be and, honest.
0: And conflicts as well, two-cycle conflicts, whether it was a star Championship whichever the Scusa Pro Tour, they were always on top of it or a weekend around it. Well, yeah, I mean... Hey, let's say that could have brought 10, 15 guys, maybe. Right. I'm not going to yes. say that everybody, yeah. everybody no, was all yeah. of a sudden going <laughs> to grab that weekend and come.
2: You know, I mean, this, yeah. the Scusa event this past year was in Utah, yeah. you know, and and I, there was probably five or six guys that didn't make the trip to Quincy, but but what a spectacular... I mean... Ask anybody that's raced there. They will tell you that that is the coolest, most fun karting track they've ever driven on, without a doubt. And so it's really disappointing that it may go away. But there's some talk about some other people getting involved All and, right. um, you know, some new enthusiasm there uh, to, to take a shot at it. So I wouldn't draw a line through it entirely. OK, I like that. Um, but uh, it, there's some hurdles to overcome and and hopefully that'll happen. And if man, if we can be a part of it, we'd love to help because that so- is a... Cool event
0: we pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break stay tuned for
3: more here on the EKN radio network you want the best you just gotta roll with the best Streeter Superstands. this is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperStands.com you wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands Streeter Super stands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading Superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, bead breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Rick kart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com.
0: History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest-tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at cometcartsales.com Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting. and continues to offer the best track side service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two cycle power plants. Make sure to head to cometcartsales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. acceleration kart racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts parts and the safety gear you need to get you on the track visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website acceleration kart racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you the racer with over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopAKR.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. So what does the Ignite majors look like for 2023 with no Quincy?
2: So three races, which is, is good. I think we had too many last year. So three majors, Daytona, of course, um, Elkhart, Indiana, Elkhart Grand Prix. And then we go back to Rock Island. Um, and I think, you know, I think all of those events are going to be outstanding. Elkhart is the sleeper and it's a very cool city festival. So there's like a huge concert there. Beautiful setting where we're racing around a river and actually over the river.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, really a super cool setting. And um, the city, I mean, the carding event is just a part of a larger event. So tons and tons of locals come out and we get a lot of participation in the Ignite program from local people that saw the race the year before and they want to come out and race now. Hmm. Um, which makes it a little interesting at times because they don't have a lot of experience um but we try to get them up to speed um and so usac will be back promoting that event uh this year and i think it's going to be really good and and we're going to work really hard to grow our end of that event as, as as much as we can because it's a lot of fun it's a friday night and saturday event which is a little bit different but you finish up on saturday and there's a huge party there saturday night so it works out pretty well um and then of course rock island um rock Island had some challenges last year. Uh, there was a lot of construction going on around the track and it's really nice to see, nice to see the invest much needed investment in that area. Um, but the track was a little rough. Um, it it was, it was just a rough event and they've committed to running the event again early this year, which is great. So we can get an early start promoting it. Um, I think all of the construction is going to be done. I think there's going to be some repaving done. Um, so we're going back there with renewed enthusiasm, um, and, and can't wait to do that. So just three majors, uh, at this point, there is a possibility of a fourth. Um, and I'll, I'll just throw it out there. I don't mind stirring it up a little bit, but, uh, everybody loves indie and we really want to get back to Indy. Yeah. Uh, we never quit working on that whole angle. Um, It seems like maybe there's a a better possibility than than uh, last year anyway, to get back and to run at Indy again this summer. So we're working on that really hard. We're we're wearing people out on that all the time (laughs) and and trying not to get them too worn out. But um, we'd love to see that back. And that would be another event that's just great for karting. Right.
1: Huge for karting. Yeah, agreed.
2: You know, I mean, you get to race at Indy, you get to race at Daytona. How cool is that to say that
1: I won a pre-final there? Yeah, that's true. I started on the front row. There you
2: go. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And everybody got to make the lap and do all that stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's not not anywhere close to being a done deal yet. But if obviously if that were to come about, then that would be our fourth major. All right, that's so. good
0: now. Okay, so let's uh let's go into what's uh what you guys are working on for 2023. I want to come back a little bit and go through some of the Carters from the Ignite program that have moved to cars. We'll cap up the show with that. Uh, if you have any questions, if anybody's tuning in and you have any questions right now for Keith, uh, feel free to drop them in the comments and we'll bring those out. But one of the things, the very first thing I were having you on, I knew what we were going to talk about, you know, 2022 2023. but. What we, is there anything going on in terms of development? I know that you guys, you know, obviously the Ignite program is that base where you don't have to change anything. That's the beauty of it. It's a spec program. Um, anything coming up for potentially, obviously, with the 206 program going, CKNA continues to grow. Their Grand Nationals was massive this last October. Anything on the 206 front in terms of chassis development? Then the same thing goes. What about 100cc? You guys, Morgay's always been a 100cc power player. Are we going to see potentially a new 100cc cart to go after? You know, the, the 100 CCKA program?
2: Yeah, those are all great points that you bring up. And, and, and you really hit on exactly where we're going um, next year. Um, Good. <laughs> first of all, as you mentioned, you know, Ignite doesn't change. That's the whole point. You know, that's the, the beauty of the program. We've made two changes uh, over the eight year duration of the program. And they were sort of forced changes. One was on wheels uh, because of a supply issue. And another was on tires, also because of what was ostensibly a supply issue, and and that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's the exact same cart that we were building eight years ago. And and while some people may sort of look down on that, man, you can't look down on the racing. The racing's no. outstanding. The racing's. It's, it's still new. younger
0: than the Indy car chassis. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
2: that's a very good point. <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't want to get started on that one. But you don't need
0: a, to. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's done.
2: yeah yeah that's something else so ignite's been super stable and and that's really uh provided a, a great uh foundation for everything we do and and so many racers but yeah i mean we also like to compete elsewhere and uh you mentioned the success of the ckna program at newcastle and and we'd like to be there i think we've got the drivers and i think we've got the equipment to get the job done there so uh, we're going to renew our focus on what's been our Brava 206 cart nice. for the last several years, and reintroduce uh, that with some new changes and a new name for that. So that'll be happening real soon after the first of the year. New um, name,
0: new name meeting we're going to retire the Brava.
2: I don't think so. I was just want to um, say I, that,
0: dude. That's a that's been 25 years or so for the Brava, it's, right? It's got to be yeah,
2: and it's been good. Get, yeah, and, and so I think we've got two solid brands there with mm-hmm. Ignite and Brava. So. Yeah. I think you'll see some, some new variation on Brava or uh, not quite sure what it's going to be yet. Um, okay. But, so, d- uh,
0: so development on that cart ongoing kind of a thing?
2: It is. We've got uh, some some old tricks that we're going back to and, and a few new bits on there that we're going to uh, incorporate, uh, that we have incorporated. And uh, just waiting to get on the track with it. Hopefully going to be on track with it at Daytona. Okay. And uh, hopefully we're going to incorporate one of our favorite drivers, which is Hunter Fox uh hunter just won the uh, sunshine state i always get this wrong
1: carding challenge
2: sunshine state carding challenge it's really hard there for me go. to say but uh he won briggs senior and uh, won the championship in briggs senior on his tried and true uh brava 206 okay so um we really like uh everything hunter does and he always gets the thing to the front so he's got great feedback too nice young driver to work with so we look forward to working with him a little bit more on the development there, and and getting that card out this spring. And um and then you mentioned the 100 cc stuff. Yeah, I'm an old two-cycle guy.
0: You are. Um or well, talking Quincy. You know, Come on. Yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> we, we built yeah. our own two-cycle engine. A lot of people don't even know that. It was so long ago now. We've got we're like two generations removed, but we built our own two-cycle engine right here in St. Louis at our you know, at Margate. Uh we built a 100 cc reed valve engine that we had a, a huge amount of success with in the late 70s and early 80s. And and I would say though I would qualify that by saying that the success was mostly on the racetrack and, and not in not at the bank.
0: Not Okay. Good enough. It
2: was it was really expensive to run that program. But we want a lot of races. So that's all that matters, I suppose. Um but I I do like the hundred cc stuff a lot. And I feel like you know we're talking about the or we're going to talk about these kids that move from carts to yep. cars and and that whole program, and I, and I feel like the gap is a little large right now. I mean, in, you've got you've got Briggs 206 racing at the base of the pyramid, and then you've got the very top of the pyramid with SCUZA and USPKS and, and, and STARS and Tom Kutcher, Joe Janowski, Mark Coates. Those guys are doing a great job with those three programs. But that's the very top of the pyramid, right? That's the tip of the pyramid. And there's this gap, though in the middle from the base. We don't have regional racing like we used to have. And, and we don't have sort of that mid-level. You're either racing the Briggs at the local track or maybe a small regional program, or you're a professional go-kart up here with Scusa or STARS or USPKS. So um, one of the things we're planning for 2023 is uh, an Ignite 100 and adding an Ignite class. Actually, we're talking about adding two Ignite classes so the ignite 100 with the two stroke 100 cc version and let me just back up a little bit here Um, we're probably going to incorporate a new not sure how we're going to name it just yet but it's basically going to be a a sportsman class for ignite the problem we have with ignite here's the problem it's gotten really popular (laughs) it's great right but it's a a
1: great problem to have
2: (laughs) you go to gateway you go to gateway carplex and you want to get involved in karting and you know this Ignite program has made it very easy for you to get involved. But you show up at Gateway Cartplex on a regular Saturday afternoon event. There's 30 guys in the class, and 10 of them have six years experience yeah, running yeah, the yeah, class at track. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's supposed to be all about bringing new carters in, and so we do. We bring these new carters in, and we say, "Hey, you're on a level playing field with everybody else." except those guys over there have six or seven years experience.
0: You're racing against Evan Stommer.
2: You're racing against Evan Stommer <laughs> or whoever, right? yeah, yeah. whoever else, Reed yeah. Sweeney, yeah. Uh, Jaden Beckman, you know, Mark Swiggin. Schwagen. Of- <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it's, it's become so competitive yeah. that it's very difficult for a new Carter to sort a new ignite racer to sort of find their way and get competitive without getting discouraged, you know, because there's so much depth, So um, we're going to try to split that out. We're going to come up with some criteria that says if you've won X number of Ignite races or if you've won a championship in Ignite, you know, you have to run the Ignite pro class or the Ignite expert class or whatever it's going to be called. And and we're going to try to keep Ignite senior more as a pure entry level class. So the new people filtering into the sport don't have to go out and compete against these guys with all that experience.
0: That's a logical evolution of the growth of the series. Yeah. Right, and, and it speaks volumes that you guys that you guys are made, you guys are retaining drivers. It's not yeah. like they're coming in as a as a bounce step moving on to somewhere you know else. They're remaining in the program because such a great program. Yeah, right? that's the other thing. Yeah. It's
1: like it's like IMSA. You know, you have your silver, your gold, your yeah. bronze drivers, and and yeah, you, sometimes you, and what's below bronze is the new people. You know, you don't want you don't want gold racers always beating down on on the new guys. It's,
0: so now it's, we can um, move Tony Nielsen and Jeff Dolian are <laughs> the masters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, that's a legitimate issue, you know, but I I certainly don't want to wade into um, rating driver, you know, the driver rating. I don't have anything to do with that. But
1: majors, you have to do it. Right. I would think majors. And that's what Rob was getting at is kicking those guys out at the majors. We can't we can't do that as much as I'd like to. Well, I would
2: I would flip that and say (laughs) we need to kick those guys out at the local level. Yes. yes. And they should be the highlight of, I mean, that's why you go to a major event is to race against the Tony Nielsen or Jeff dolian or yeah. Evan Stommer. You want to see how you stack up against the best. That's exactly how you get faster, but maybe you just don't want to race them every week at the local track. That's true. Good point. Uh, all
0: right. So uh, potential sportsman program, like uh, an entry level or the entry mm-hmm. level. I like that. And so what you were saying is that uh, we're doing some development on, on a new hundred CC Bravo.
2: It's going to be the same. Well, ignite hundred CC ignite.
0: Okay. So, okay. So we're doing this spec ignite program. Yes. Right? So the, your, that let's go there first. So you guys are going to add a, a Spec Ignite uh, KA program.
2: Uh, it's a hundred CC program. So
0: it opens up to VLR as well.
2: It's going to be a Spec hundred CC program.
0: <laughs> uh, we're not uh. saying yet. I get. We, it. we are.
2: We're working to finalize our engine partner on that. It will be a Spec engine. All right. And it's going to it's going to be identical to the Briggs two hundred six program, where the whole package okay. is Spec. The engine's going to have a seal on it. There's going to be a single rebuilder, uh, single source rebuild program for it. Uh, unlike the Rotax program in the past, which was a, a great concept, but where it got a little sideways was you had, what, 30 or 40 rebuilding shops across the country. So there was no parity.
0: But they also make those rebuilding, remember those those service centers became engine builders. Exactly. That was the problem. That
2: was the problem. Yeah. And, and so we want a service center where... Yeah. They just turn the engines around. And if if it's a single service center, they don't have to worry about competing with others. So they're not an engine builder. They're not trying to find that. They're just trying to produce the same thing. Every
0: Is there a, a timeline when we'll find out this engine package?
2: Um, I would say we should have that nailed down by mid-February. Okay. And, right. and you'll be the first. I won't
0: dig. I won't pry.
2: <laughs> you'll be the first to know. And, uh, and I, I feel pretty good about where we're headed with that. And I think it's going to be. Again, a logical extension. You know, we talk about the sportsman level. This is also a logical extension. We've got kids that want to move into cars. And they, in my opinion, they're better served. I mean, we can develop some great drivers with the competition we have in Briggs 206 racing. But we can develop even better drivers if we have that same level of competition with a little bit quicker 100cc program.
1: So just to kind of get the steps, is it the same chassis? that you already have with the Ignite program going on just with a two cycle engine
2: that would be way too easy right? i know that because
1: that's <laughs> where i'm thinking because we talked we just talked about how in the 8 years it hasn't changed so guys with the older ignite carts could put a two cycle whatever the 100 cc yeah. engine that you run on it like is a, is that an, a possible option when at least just to establish this program
2: that, that would be your first thought, right? Is well, let's just use the same chassis. And I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm well, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty certain that's I'm not.
0: I just, I just, I just, just feel like the, the chassis flexed out a little bit and put that big, more power on it. I just feel it's like it's too that.
2: soft. Yeah. You know, we need, and we want, we want to also run a, a chassis that, you know, somebody, it's the same thing with Ignite. You know, you can take that Ignite cart and I guarantee you it'll be competitive in any 206 class. Um, and we want to do the same thing with the two cycle side of it uh, to where you can take the hundred CC package and you can go run it somewhere else. And it's going to be competitive. It's not just a sort of a one trick wonder, you know, a one trick pony. So um, there may, you know, I'm sort of trying to uh, figure out how we're going to approach any development on that. Maybe the development is not permanently frozen on that chassis. Maybe there's a three year cycle on that chassis where every three years, you know, we found some stuff that makes this thing a little bit better, so we're going to incorporate that uh, okay. instead of just freezing it forever. But ignite yeah. 206, that's froze, that stays the same. The cart works great. Anybody can jump in it and be fast, easy. But yeah. we're going to tune things up a little bit on the 100cc okay. side of it.
1: Okay, all right, that's, makes sense.
0: I like that. That's a that's a little teaser that we can come back around in in February and have another you know, one of these I, shows in February. I like that. My
1: birthday's on the 17th, Rob. Just <laughs> just to let you know, I, you know, right, I could going
0: right.
2: going <laughs> <laughs> send you another Maybe, snowblower. There could go. Oh, man. Yeah,
0: he'll get a case of oil. That's all he gets now. Oh, man. <laughs> we pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Motor mounts are critical to producing 100% of the power your engine has to get you on the podium each and every time. Odenthal Racing products provide the best motor mounts in the karting market today. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience, providing products with unmatched quality and value for the karting market. Our newest product is the Pro Series mount for two-cycle engines, available in zero, five, and eight-degree angles, providing a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a medium, with fins underneath to help dissipate heat off the engine. Our four-cycle EZ set is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability, depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, ORP Wedge Clamps get the job done, featuring a number of updates to its design for a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro sizes. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing products, made in the USA. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry. With over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklinkart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs and Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services, and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to face to face on the EKN radio network. Uh, all right, let's let's wrap this thing up and let's let's talk about let's let's go full circle, right? Let's go the the bringing people in the sport, lowering the barrier of entry, rental car people, whatever come in, they get into it, ignite. Eventually, drivers are going to grow and develop as as talents and want to move on. The dream is always there, right? When you're in a car to potentially become a race car driver, uh, and we've seen some of them. And I'll I'll, I'll throw out the very first one because. Uh, you know, I was there, you know, Keith, you gave me the phone call. When we talked about uh, Evan Stommer and Spike Kolbecker. when we talked about when you discussed the the kind of the growth of or the development of Ignite Motorsports with Scott Lynn, um, that whole program. But things have kind of developed. Those drivers did some time in what was the road to Indy in USF 2000 now, the USF Pro Championships. Let's start with that and the pride I think you saw when you were at the racetrack with those guys, seeing what they did coming out of the Ignite program and, you know, for Spike had a lot more experience than Evan did, of course, in cars, a ton, a ton more experience. I was so pleased with the way Evan developed over that one year in USF 2000, which is such a ridiculously tough program, as you now know where that KA program would have probably been a better thing for him coming out of, out of ignite into, into USF, watching him grow, watching uh, Spike in there, it it was just amazing to watch Evan get quicker and quicker throughout the season.
2: Yeah. I mean, you hit it all right on the head as usual. I mean, Uh, We took two drivers right out of Ignite, although Spike, again, had uh, considerable experience. um, Actually, most of it overseas. Overseas, yeah. Um, Everywhere from New Zealand to the UK, (laughs) Canada. I mean, you know, the kid was 18 years old and it had spent three years racing in international series around the world. So he brought a lot of experience. Evan was completely the opposite end of the spectrum. We literally took Evan. Um, We really believe in Evan, uh, believed in him at the time, still do. I think he's a great guy and has a lot of talent. And we took him right out of Ignite 206 racing and went, boom, here you go, um, figure this out. And and it was a, it, we threw him in into the deep end where like all the sharks were. And um, and he responded well and developed well, developed nicely over the course of the year, as you said. And uh, it would have been nice to see what he could have done in a second year. Yeah. But um, as you know, so many of these things are funding dependent. And um, the funding wasn't there for a complete second year in USF 2000. So where he did um, get a ton of seat time was he ran sports cars with Scott Blend and his ruckus racing operation. And uh, we already talked about Evan racing at Daytona in a a 911 Cup car, which is insane, right? Um, So it's worked out well for Evan. Um, Spike is going to be back next year in the Toyota GR86 Cup Series, which I think is going to be a terrific series. Uh, Evan's going to do more sports car racing with Scott. Um, We've got Reed Sweeney, another great kid from Gateway Carplex here in St. Louis who um, just won the Mazda uh, spec MX five cup challenge, scholarship, Shootout. whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, Reed is going to do really well in whatever he gets into.
0: I think that's really big for that program, for your ignite program to see Reed, of course, you know, developing his skills there. And then that shootout, you looked at the depth of talent in that shootout, where those drivers came from, excuse me, USPKS, wherever, i right, 66. All, everywhere those guys came from in that program, for him to be able to emerge as one of the winners of that program, I think speaks volumes for him too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm super excited to see what Reed's going to do this year. I, I think we've all got big hopes for him. Um, Alexander Cyril, another kid that came through the Ignite program. Uh, he's done real well in Mazda. Um, Jaden Beckman is a young woman that races with us at Gateway Carplex as well. And we have a a lot of enthusiasm for her and and some big plans for her in 2023. I think she's going to uh, make the transition. She just turned 16, and she's going to start getting some seat time in some sports cars, and she's going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, I have a tremendous amount of faith in her ability and her desire and determination. She can get the job done, and I'm really excited to see what she does and and so that's the kids right we've talked about all these kids that are moving up but we have to talk about this old guy <laughs> that that also came through the program and that's Scott Blend and you mentioned his name before yeah um th- this is a crazy deal these deals never happen as i told him like this doesn't happen you know i mean he he's got two full seasons of karting under his belt like two and a quarter seasons let's call it and he's capable of winning any race he gets into in a kart He's always in the mix. He's really fast. I've met a lot of people in this deal and I don't know that I've ever met anybody that works as hard at it as he does. I mean, you know, it's like sort of right out of the Scott Pruitt mold as as to how hard he works at going fast and he works at it. He wants to win, but he doesn't want it gifted to him. He's willing to put in the time. He works on it and unbelievably, I mean, he just works really hard at it and it's impressive to see. And then he's fast and, and it's super annoying because <laughs> he's he's really fat. He's he's a year or two older than me. And it's like, man, how does that guy do that? Yeah. And so he has gone from running ignite at gateway to again running all these Porsche events and, and BMW WRL events. And I mean, he is no slouch. The guy is super fast. So I think again, Ignite served him well. I think it serves these kids well. I think we're going to add the missing piece with the hundred CC program and another missing piece with the sportsman class or, or on the flip side of it, the pro class, however, that works out. Um, I'm just super excited about everything. We've got rolling headed into 2023.
0: It's interesting, Keith, because obviously with COVID in 2020, we were shut down for a bit. Then everybody got cooped up and then everybody explored out of the gate, wanting to go racing again. So it's kind of, it's, we, yeah, it's, it's like we weren't able to have any kind of development like what you're doing right now. We were all we've almost almost been playing catch up. It was like coming out of the gate strong and then finishing out through 2022. You know, everybody racing like you said, uh, industry wise, business wise, you're dealing with supply chain issues. You're trying to do whatever you can to make sure you can get product in the hands of the racers. Still putting events on, and then now here we are to 2023. It just seems like you were able to take a deep breath. and then get back at it again, right? That's what it It feels
2: like to me. Yeah, you're right. It was exhausting. (laughs) I mean, it was just like, you know, and so between all of the karting events I did this past year and all the sports car stuff and USF program, you know, I went to a lot of races this year. Uh, I've got a stack of hotel keys. Like that bit, you know, it's crazy. And and um, but I was very fortunate. I'm not complaining about it because I, I count myself very fortunate to be able to go do those things and I get to work with some really amazing people and get to do some super cool things. So I think I'm I'm unbelievably lucky. But yeah, I, I would like to just have a moment, right? To take a breath and go. Okay, let's catch our breath here and then go again. And so you get
0: a month, it, it, you get a month after Daytona at least? What?
1: No, no, that's what he's going to do while he's going around Daytona, right? Is oh, that yeah. you catch your breath.
2: Yeah, everybody yeah, everybody snoozes because. Well,
1: he is laying down. Let's yeah. be real. And, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah, looking forward to getting back down there and running the Enduro card again. Uh, Got to give a shout out to RRR Racing yeah. and Doug Canham specifically uh, up in Springfield, Illinois. They, they were so embarrassed with my 25 year old road race cart that we've had a lot of success with at Daytona. And I'm like, everybody's telling me you got to build a new cart. You got to build a new cart. And I'm like, this thing's pretty fast. It's the cart's not the problem. It's the driver. And so they came down and confiscated my cart, took it up to Springfield, rebodied it, rebuilt the whole thing from front to back. And, and so it's like a brand new cart. Now I'm good oh, for wow. another 25 years. Is it the so. same frame though? chassis why would it's i build a new chassis a,
0: this is lay down enduro racing it makes right. me, I, I love it that's yeah same it's, chassis
1: it, it's no different that ignite drivers you know 20 years from now will still be that's racing right. the same ignite kart, that's right
2: right yeah yeah so it's sort of uh that's, it,
1: it, here's it, the it, new it, rumor it, the
0: ignite laydown cart for 2024
2: that's <laughs> um, not a rumor uh that's something i'd really like to do
0: ignite laydown yamaha
2: that's something i'd really like to do honestly um i think it's something road race needs um, ah, it's so hard wow. to get into road racing. It's so yeah, hard to get into road is. racing. Uh, if you want to build a lay down cart, you have to be a professional fabricator or no one, 100% do. Yeah. you can't go buy a turnkey lay down cart anywhere. So if you see it and go, man, that looks really cool. That's something I want to do. Well, then what do you do? You know, you can't go buy one. So we would really like to take the ignite concept and apply it to road race and have, man, if we had a spec package where all the body panels were the same, Um, I would love to do that. Uh, I would just need the commitment from the sanctioning bodies involved to say, yeah, Hey, we'll support this. And and more importantly, we need the support of the road racing community to collectively go, man, that's a good idea. And as racers, we support the concept because when people come to them, they have to be the ones that sell this. They have to go instead of going, yeah, you want to go do this? Let me sell you a B stock car where you're going to go 160 miles an hour. And, You know, I know you've never done it before, but it'll be fine. That's not where people need to start. They need to start in this easy package over here that they can go out and figure things out in. And then you can always move up to the crazy stuff. But make it easy for them to get on the track and go race at all these cool places.
1: Well, quick question, because you had uh, Evan do the, the lay down a few times. Yeah. It, it, it was he the only one that sh- has shown interest in doing it that, that you, cause you have a pretty good pool of drivers at gateway and, and throughout the ignite program. Is he really the only one that's kind of stood up and said, I'll do it.
2: Well, honestly, most of the drivers that we work with at that, at gateway and other tracks, they don't even know road race exists. Right. I okay. mean, to be honest, they don't, they don't have a clue that road racing exists. And, and so I, I think, the rrr crew up in springfield the folks brothers i think they took one look at me and and said man this guy's getting old we need to find somebody else (laughs) i got somebody for you that that can do the job and (laughs) (laughs) and hunter would be quick in that i I mean (laughs) i've always said that you a great sprint driver can jump into a road race cart and be fast the first time out and it doesn't work the other way you can't take a great road race driver and throw them into a sprint cart and have them be quick. Uh, That's the transition when you go that way just isn't as easy. But take a great sprint, put them in a road race cart, and they'll be – and Evan was. Evan really
0: surprised. the early 2000s, that was a big, big thing, right, especially the 125 shifter class and even the sprint setup class when we had the tag class. The guys would would run sprint. The sprint guys would go out to a mid-Ohio all the time. I I ran mid-Ohio in a shifter, one of the greatest times I've ever had. So Yeah. That's, I, I do love the idea. Obviously, you know, we saw that there was interest in lay down Yamaha racing. How many did they have 50 something, David, at Daytona when they did the 50 car challenge? They yeah, they had
1: pay? over 50. I think right? they have over 30 entries this year.
0: So that's, a, yeah, I think the Yamaha pipe,
2: you know, it's ironic. The Yamaha pipe and the lay down deal is coming back. I mean, there's a lot of interest in it, mm-hmm. and now there's a problem getting engines. You can't buy a new Yamaha engine, yeah. uh, so that's going to become a thing, and and so. I love road racing. I mean, that's where I really um, had some of the best times of my life and, well, and met some of the best people.
1: So. I do know I do know a lot of people, are, or not a lot, but a few individuals are looking at the 100cc packages, like the KAs and the VLRs, and putting them on laydowns right now. So mm-hmm. they're already looking ahead to that. So that, that could be a possibility for the Ignite, an extension of the Spec 100, <laughs> or the Ignite 100, the Ignite 100 laydown. Laydown,
2: yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. love to do it. Absolutely would love to. I'd love to do it with the 206 even. So oh, yeah. So we'll leave you with that. I was having
0: some some fun there. So, uh, all right. All right. Keith, thank you so much, bud, for joining us. We know you obviously uh, got a couple days at home with Nicole. head out to Daytona for your 41st run down there. Best of luck with all the Marguerite drivers, of course. Uh, Again, the Ignite program is such a fantastic one. And, of course, Daytona, a great place for you guys to launch for the new season.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. Thanks for all you do for the sport. Thanks for everything you've done for us. David, we know you're the guy doing all the work. Rob's just the pretty face out front, but we know where all the work really happens.
1: Well, well, technically it was 20th because that's the only position he could get up to at at Supernats. (laughs) Hey, I
2: (laughs) and, and I have to give you full credit for that. That that is not something, uh, you know, Rob's a couple of years behind me, but not, not by much. No. And, yeah. and I really was impressed with your um, approach to that event. You weren't for screwing sure. around. You no. really worked no. hard <laughs> yeah. and, and went out there and did all the things that you were supposed to do. And I thought you ran very well in an unbelievably deep and tough field. So my yeah, hat's sure. off to you. Yeah, sure. And uh, I wish I had that sort of motivation still to go do that.
0: Um, it felt good i'll tell you that losing the 20 pounds felt good i got 20 more to go because i got to beat david cole now that's the next
1: thing
0: i'm gonna run run legends and masters at uh maybe i have to run a 206 briggs masters to go against david at ckna look out cole you're getting your ass handed to you all right keith thanks bud listen happy holidays to you yours
2: Thank you. Thank you both.
0: We'll, we'll let Keith bail away here. And again, lots of work to be done, of course, down at Daytona, David. It's such a it's such a big event. Just, just talking about the fact that it started in 74 as just that big road race event. It is Daytona. And I know that we haven't been down there in a bunch of years, but it's still that one event at one of the biggest venues in American motorsports, sprint, road race, and dirt. Very similar to the old North American Cardi Championships in Charlotte back in the day. It's still a massive event. Like, like you said, over potentially over 3,000 entries in total for cart week.
1: Yeah, it, it, when you look at numbers wise, it's one of the biggest karting events in the world. And again, like you said, bringing all three disciplines together under at one facility. So again, you could be racing on the sprint, you can go watch road race, you can go watch the dirt or the dirt guys can go watch the road race and sprint. So it's just, it's a great atmosphere and it's florida so majority of the time it's warm down there again there could be that you know one year where it's 30 degrees and you're wearing shorts because you forgot pants but uh, it. it's it's a phenomenal race yeah and hopefully you know like like we've joked about i'll be down there for sure in 2024 maybe next year we'll see what happens with that because again being in the winter uh weather at christmas time is not always fun so we'll we'll see about that but you got to do it once too. It's a bucket list event, whether I, you do I, it,
0: I may need to do it next year. We'll
1: see again. Yeah. It, I, you know, I'd like to do the dirt and the sprint just to check those off the boxes because I've already done road race. So uh, but I'd also like to see somebody try and do all three at one time. That's, that's all, you know, like he said to try and do the ignite on both tracks is going to be pretty difficult. I mean, if you got two, you can kind of separate them and, and do the road race and do the sprint, but also try and get over there and do the dirt somehow with, with somebody and you know margay actually used to manufacture dirt carts so i'm sure they that's got right. a couple laying around so um <laughs> that would be cool and speaking of laying down uh, another driver who's going to be racing some saw laydowns. that yeah yeah
3: yeah. so race bronze,
1: that'll be that'll be uh interesting to see him do lay down i know uh it's a it's a pretty cool uh mid ohio is great that's again daytona mid ohio those are kind of the the crown jewels of road racing. If we could get road America back, that'd be, That's that'd it. be the third one.
0: That's it. All right, folks, that was a fantastic edition of face to face having Keith Friber from Margay racing. Learned a ton. As we said, talked about the 2022 program, little look forward to 2023. And of course, talking about Daytona, some great stuff at the end there, as we're going to potentially have, Uh, as we said, a new 206 open competition chassis or uh, evolved Brava, Uh, maybe a sportsman category as well in the Ignite program to kind of move the top guys out into what could be a pro class in the senior classes. I think that's a great idea. And then I thought I was having fun, but man, I would love to see Ignite lay-down 100cc category as well in road racing. That, I think, would be a really cool thing to bring new people into road racing.
1: And the Ignite 100 as well, too, the sprint. Yeah, That's
0: right. That's right. And Exactly that. The Ignite 100 uh, uh, sprint chassis with a soon-to-be-named engine. Stay tuned to eCard News. We'll fill you in. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. This will be our last uh, live show uh, before you guys head to Christmas. So on behalf of David and Nate Cole, myself, happy holidays, everyone. Have a fantastic uh, Christmas season. We'll, of course, be working between Christmas and New Year's. Lots going going on with the uh, cart week, uh CKNA winter nationals as well, David coming just around the corner. So lots of racing before, before we start off 2023. But again, that's our final show. Thank you so much for being part of the e News family, EKN Nation throughout the 2022 season. We do this for you guys. If it wasn't for those uh, advertisers that we have on the website, the partners, the partners, that make this all happen for us. We wouldn't have the lights on here at EcardiNews.com, so I appreciate that. And again, for me personally, big thank you to both David and Nate for being the guys really behind the behind it all. I, as David, I mean, as Keith said, uh, I may be the forefront here. I love stuff I do, but it's still guys in the back that make it all happen. Thank you so much, folks, for joining us. We do appreciate it. on behalf of David Cole. My name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.